want to do it. Hi. Right. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm not in a great mood. <laughs> I This is uh, one of those things where I dropped it on him two seconds before the red light turned on that we were recording. I was like, you're going to do the intro. <laughs> so you want to tell everybody about your day, Will, real quick? An abbreviated version? It's been such a hassle today. Oh, my God. My car has been dead. And I, I've had to jump it four times now in two hours. The battery is just completely just, it just doesn't work. I'm just not having, a, I'm not having a fun time. Straight up, I am not having a good day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Lewis uh, wasn't having a good day, though. Ooh. Mr. Cobb Vamp. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, when those people are outside his town. Spoilers for chapter six of uh, the book of Boba Fett. A stranger comes from the desert. Yeah, we're just gonna. I we're just gonna go into it because I don't know why you're listening to this if you don't like if you don't have if you haven't been watching book of Boba Fett. If you haven't seen the the episode, go watch it. Come back and listen. That being said. My God, this episode was great. I didn't expect Dave to do all. Like, I only thought he was going to do one of the things that we predicted. I didn't expect him to do all the things that we predicted and then more. Yeah, Dave was just like, hey, you guys like Luke? Here you go. Hey, you guys like Grogu? Here you go. You guys like Cad Bane? Here you go. You guys like Ahsoka? Here you go. You guys like Order 66? Here you go. (laughs) Bro, it was insane. It was a great episode. I like when I think about like I have rankings in my head of like objectively like great episodes. I think I still think chapter seven of Mandalorian season one objectively just like storytelling making wise. It might be the best. However, Star Wars fan pure enjoyment. This episode is like it beats it out. It's just like it's above everything I could have ever wanted. Yeah, I said uh, the other day, I was like, I think this is Dave's best episode since The Phantom Apprentice in The Clone mm-hmm. Wars. Yeah. Because, like, his Ahsoka episode that he did in Mando was, it was good, but it wasn't anything special in my opinion. Like, it was. Yeah, it wasn't, it was fun. It was awesome to talk about, but it's not, like, world it changing. Like, it wasn't, it, like, the only thing that it introduced was that Thrawn was still alive. And, like, we get to see Ahsoka live action, which is, like, always a win. But, like, this was just. This was just it, everything. Okay. Like, I was more excited for the name drop of Ahsoka in Chapter 3, Season 2 of Mando, or whatever. that The third episode of mm-hmm. Season 2 of Mando. Like, I heard the name Ahsoka Tano, and I was like, oh, this is badass. This is real. This, like, I love Ahsoka. Ahsoka's a better character. But seeing Cad Bane in this, a fan favorite, it was just like, nah, this can't even this compare. Is- <laughs> How would you okay? So, how would you compare the arrival of Cad Bane to Luke Skywalker? Luke was obviously better. I know. Okay, I was but wondering. like I just wanted I to mean, take a poll on it. I mean, uh, both situations. I feel I felt more vindicated with Luke's return <laughs> because I knew Luke was going to show up. Yeah, we both did. I'm mad that it got spoiled so quick for me. Same. But like, yeah. Shout out Ted if you're listening to this. Spoiling it legitimately as it came out yeah well i wouldn't have had it spoiled if i wasn't waiting for your candy ass to come back from college (laughs) 
I would have been able to watch. I would have just waited till midnight for the episode to drop, like I did with all the other ones. And you were like, "Let's watch it together." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Hey, but I mean, I I'm gonna be honest. I didn't expect to see so Cad Bane showing up in this. I want to go through like the big things, but like first, I didn't expect to see Luke. I did not expect to see Luke at all. I was like, "I'll tell you who I didn't expect to see." first Cobb Vanth yeah okay actually yeah you let's start from the beginning forever. let's just start yeah, from the you, beginning and move yeah you've been saying from the beginning you're like we're not gonna see Cobb like Timmy Oliphant is too Timothy Oliphant or whatever his name is you're like he's too handsome he's not gonna come back to stars I'm like no I we're definitely gonna see this guy again like this is oh my god we saw him and I was like oh I love Cobb Vanth yeah, I'm, I'm I'm coming around like I liked Cobb Vanth I just thought he's too pretty for Star Wars but then the more I was watching him I'm like Oh no, you're perfect. You're perfect. Oh, I love him. He's great. Think it through. And Think it through. I was like, oh, this is so sick. It was sick. I was like, and they baited everyone with the title too, where it was like a stranger comes from the desert. And it's like, oh, Cobb Vanth. There it's, we go. Boba Fett does it. From the desert comes a stranger. Okay, whatever. From the desert comes a stranger. A stranger comes from the desert. Same thing. Potato, tomato. Same thing. It's th- it's literally the same thing. They baited them with the title. They're like, "Oh, it's Cobb Banth because Boba Fett doesn't know Cobb Banth, and he'll he might come help." Because that's what I when I read it, I was like, "Oh, Boba Fett doesn't know Cobb Banth. He'll come out to Boba Fett's uh, Jabba's palace, and he'll be like, mm-hmm. This the Pike's already running spice through. What do you need me to do?'" That's how I thought it was gonna go. We'll get yeah. to who the stranger actually was later. We already said who it was, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um. Then we're just like, yep, we're going to go back to Mando. He's going to Luke's temple right now. Yeah, first I thought it was interesting because I, I saw R2. Once I saw R2, I was like, oh, we're going to see Luke then. I'm like, they don't yeah. show R2 and not Luke Skywalker. If think was... about if they hadn't, like, if, like, they had, because, like, when so Mando lands, R2 just, like, drags him along, and then he, they just, like, stop outside Luke's temple, which is being constructed, which I am very excited because, dude. Well, They're gonna I want to theorize about. Yeah, wait, wait. Let's we'll, we'll talk about that after. later. That's we'll talk yeah. after we're done bringing on the episode. We'll talk about that later. We have a lot to talk about. As soon as Archie just like, <laughs> just like make a bench for him, and he just like, Mando's is like, he's like, what am I doing here? Where are they? Archie just like turns off. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's hey, like, goes to sleep. <laughs> he's just like, hey, <laughs> and then he goes to he goes to sleep, and um, I'll tell you who I did. Well, you and I both talked about. So as soon as like we see R2, imagine like if we had been baited because I didn't expect so like he wakes up and Ahsoka's there. And imagine if we had just seen Ahsoka, R2, and Luke, um Mando, we just never saw Luke. I would have believed that more just because I was like, oh, she's probably filming her solo series right now. Or they're working yeah. on it. They're working on it, air quotes. I don't know. But like I <laughs> when she showed up, I was like Cause I was looking at my phone for something and then she showed up and I was like, I heard a stick crack and I like looked and I saw her and I was like, yo, what the hell? I did not expect her to pull up either. Yeah. And dude, she was dropping some knowledge bombs this episode. She was, she's a friend of the family. Yeah. I was like, really? Uh, shout out. It's shout- well, so I, seeing Grogu, like, cause he, the camera first cut and like you see two people sitting on a hill and I saw it and I was like, these motherfuckers, God damn it. I'm so happy right now. 
Dude, yeah. I was so happy being able to see Luke again. And Grogu. Yeah. Like, I love Grogu. That's great. But, like, seeing Luke again and, like, he actually looks good. Like, Dude. they clearly got the guy who did the deep fake. Dude. And we talked about this back when he got hired. We were like, Luke is going to be showing up more. Yeah. Dude, I was, I, like, looked at him. I was like, this looks exactly like Return of the Jedi Luke. It does. I still think they should just recast him if they want to move forward using no. Luke more. They don't have to. They, that's what the deep fake, deep fake guy's for. Well, so but, the thing is, he wasn't talking much. Like, you didn't see the camera at his face when he was talking. You saw it from, like, a different angle. Because talking when, like, getting their mouth, like, to flow, it looks, it's, that's the hardest thing for anyone to do. Like, that's what I, that's what I listen to and everyone says, like, being able to CG render or, like, deep fake render someone's mouth while they're talking is, like, the most, like, intricate thing because, like, you just can't mimic what a mouth does, like, entirely. Well, here's the deal. Think about how far this technology comes, has come in two years. Imagine just, like, because, like, they're, if they're going to make a Luke show, they're not going to make it for at least four years. Like, it's not going to be announced for maybe a year. It's like, because, like, right now, the slate of shows, like, we're already booked through, like, 2023. Yeah. So, we're not going to see a Luke Skywalker <clears throat> show until, like, at the earliest, late 2023, early 2024. Think about how far the technology is going to be have progressed at that point. I still would just want them to recast someone. No, I don't. I they did it with Han and Lando. Like I'm fine with it. Them doing it now. Like yeah, I, but once I've seen deep fake Luke, I've seen Mark Hamill. I like. I say, I'm like that is Mark Hamill, and it sounds like it is Mark Hamill's voice. And I'm just like, why would I? Why I would? Why would I want to see somebody else if do their the Mark deep, Hamill impression? I'd be look. I don't think it's going to hinder from from my perspective. I wouldn't mind it. I think it would bother me more if it looked bad and they did a series and I was like, this looks bad. And I have to get through like eight more episodes of like him talking and his mouth looks like garbage. Do you think that's what they're going to do? I, th- I don't know. I think they're going to, that's why I think they're waiting on this. Cause they're, they want to get this right. They know they have to get this right after the kickback of the last Jedi. I think they're waiting on it. Cause they want to make sure that they're like, casting the right person and they want to see what people think of like the deep fake stuff <laughs> i think after this i think the response they got of this i think they're gonna i don't think they're gonna recast him i think they will all right i think you're in the overwhelming man i'm in the majority i think everybody thinks he's gonna be deep fake <gasps> i'm in the majority i am in the majority. Have you t- <laughs> i have talked to so you. many people <laughs> i've talked to you so i don't think but, i don't think he's gonna be recast I wouldn't mind if they did. I think it would just look like, I mean, Sebastian Stan looks really similar to him. Yeah, and no, like, I don't know. Like, I, I just think, I mean, Alden Ehrenreich did fine as Han Solo, and like, I'd be fine to see this as like a young Luke, younger Luke Skywalker. Here's the deal: we didn't have a deep fake. We didn't have a deep fake Harrison Ford before we got Alden Ehrenreich. I feel like if you had gotten a deep fake Han Solo, or if you had deep faked Harrison Ford. And then they cast Alden. I'd be like, why are you doing this? Like, we just had this deep fake that looks great. I completely disagree. I think that takes away from someone being able to act. Like, I think Alden Ehrenreich did phenomenal. Like, if I, if you, I've seen people, the same guy, I think he did a deep fake of Han Solo, Harrison Ford Han Solo. And looking at both, I still would take alden ehrenreich because like having that actual actor there and not like trying to make someone look like what they look like later down the line in my opinion just 
I think it adds more to the character. Like, it's like, I don't know. I don't want to see Harrison Ford, his face throughout like the 30 years of Star Wars. Like, I'd want to see a new face. That's the same character. So, I mean, that's just me. I don't know. Maybe. I disagree, but I respect. Because I I don't know. I want to see, like, I don't want them to be limited by the deep fake stuff that they can do. Because this episode, they didn't show Luke talking much. They didn't. I yeah, you're because right. I was thinking because that. the mouth because the mouth is so hard to do and like if and when he gets his own show like I don't want to just be hearing Luke talk from his back like I want to look at him and I when I look at him I don't want to be like thrown off by like well his mouth looks completely all out of whack when he's doing his lines. Hmm. I didn't. I, I didn't notice the talking thing. Well, I mean, I didn't notice the mouth thing. I noticed he wasn't talking a whole lot at first, but. I don't know. Regardless. I mean, this isn't to take away from the way he looked. He looked phenomenal. Like, I'm not trying to sit here and be like, oh, he looked terrible. Luke looked phenomenal. He looked so much better than what he looked like in season two of Mando. Yeah. He looked. Even that wasn't bad. It was just like. It it was like, it's better than what Leia looked like in Rogue One. Oh, yeah, that was bad. Like, it looked better than that, but I mean, it was, still wasn't, like, phenomenal. This is miles above whatever that they've done for CGI Tarkin, CGI Leia, both CGI mm-hmm. Leias. Yeah. So, like, I I was a fan of it, but I was a fan, too, of then progressing with the episode that we actually got to see Luke train Grogu. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of, that was really cool. I didn't, so again, cool. like, I didn't expect to see that. No, I was not expecting. I thought it was going to be a quick hello, and then they'd leave, and then he'd leave. But we got like, oh, like Luke and Grogu are having solo time right now. You yeah, was... get like plot devoted to them and like actual like conflict like between mm-hmm. the two characters, which like well, it's weird that it's getting set up now. Yeah, it's 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 crazy because, I mean, just watching Luke. It was so cool to see him like talk like with Grogu and like explain to him who Yoda was. And he's like, do you want to remember? And I was like, when he's like, do you want to remember? I can help you. And I'm like, are we about to see like a bunch of little Yodas walking around? And then the next shock of the episode shows up when we go back to order 66. I'm like, I did not expect this to be happening right now. Yeah, I did not expect to see the 501st again. No. I thought we had yeah, seen yeah, the last of the 501st since Clone Wars. Shout out to the boys. Yeah, well, not really, but... Well, not not at that point. Hey, it wasn't their fault. No, but, I mean... I mean, Rex was able to give them a heads up. He was able to give Ahsoka a heads up and be like, yo. <laughs> yo. You might not want to be around much longer. Yeah. I uh, I think the, the lead clone who was shooting... Uh, at like the Jedi, people are saying that it was Commander Oppo. Dude, it could have been any of them. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, I didn't recognize I, any I, special markings on any of them. I'm like, well, shit, this could be anybody <laughs> we've seen before. <laughs> yeah, I, the only clones I can really distinguish is like Echo, Rex, maybe Fives. Fives was I tough can, though. Yeah, I can distinguish Fives. Well, if Fives is wearing his like shoulder thing then i'd be like yeah that's fives but if he doesn't have that on be like you look exactly like every other clone that i've seen before 
Yeah, like uh, old Jesse, RIP. Well, if Jesse has his helmet off, it'll be hard to miss him. <laughs> yeah. He's got a big face tattoo of the Republic on his He's got head. a head tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I always screwed up, um, what's their names? Thorn. Waxer and Boyle. Waxer and Boyle, but then Thorn and uh, who the who's the guy that killed Fives? Fox. Fox. Oh, I hate Fox. I always screw. I always, for some reason, mix up Thorn and Fox because they're both Coruscant Guard clones. Mm-hmm. One of them's cool and one of them isn't. Yeah, one of them sucks. Yeah, shoots and he shoots a innocent man. Yeah, screw you, Fox. Anywho. Back to Order 66. You and I had differing opinions on this. We did. Well, I mean, not really differing, but like we, this is a point of conversation when we were texting about this, whatever day. Um, oh, so yeah. we see the end of the vision. We see all the Jedi die who are protecting Grogu. And we see the 501st point at Grogu and they start running towards him. And then the and vision then ends. ends. My theory, at least at this point, is <clears throat> Grogu was like, I, like I know, like there's orders to say, oh, they have to kill all the Jedi. I'm like, okay, I would suspend disbelief for this. Like, if Palpatine like had like pulled aside a sex a sect of the Five O First and like repro or did whatever and was like, you need to find this target and you need to bring him to me no question or like you just need to bring him to me and then he took grogu at after order 66 and he experimented on him for however long for cloning and then grogu was stolen away at one point and then hidden in this village where um quill lives in the in mandalorian where we find him later that's my theory on grogu right now i don't think anybody saved him i know there's a theory rolling around i know that everybody has theories on the internet right now of who saved him. I saw thumbnail Jocasta knew the librarian. She saved him. Like, I swear to God, she's everybody's theory on who saved somebody. She's but, um, dead. I know. I was like, okay, whatever. But I think Grogu was captured in, after during order 66. I don't think he was. He might've been, I don't know, because if he was, why do they still need his blood? I mean, they just experiment or I just experiment with cloning and like with midichlorians. Yeah, but I don't get that because then like in the end of season two, Amando Moff Gideon was like, I have what I need from him. He's like, you can take the child. Now, obviously, he just was lying to Mando just so he could kill him. But like, I believe I believe him when he said he was like, I have what I need from him. Like hmm. the Empire already has what they need from Grogu at this point in the story. I feel like. Yeah, maybe. I don't so know. like I, I my question is then like. How do they get the bounty out on him? Like, I want to know, like, what, ha- like, how did he escape the temple? Because when he was with Ahsoka on, um, uh, Caladan, Caladan, I was or Corvus. Wait, the moon of Corvus and the city of Caladan. Yes, yeah. When they, when we first see Ahsoka, um, and Caladan outside of the, outside of the city of Caladan, she, I thought she said to him that he was saved or like she was captured like not captured but like someone like rescued him yeah like, oh, maybe from she it. did oh shoot you're right I, th- I thought she said something along those lines where it was like he didn't get captured like someone rescued him and then everyone was like it was mace mace saved him i swear so I, remember, I remember that was a big right thing. you're right everybody's fan theory involves mace windu and it sucks yeah mace windu should not show up again 
Oh, yeah, then maybe he wasn't captured. Somebody must have saved him. God, I swear to God, if it's... I don't think Dave Filoni would bring Mace Windu into this. After seeing what he said about uh, Duel of the Fates with Qui-Gon, Maul, and Anakin, yeah, I think he understands that Mace can't really come back. No, I also yeah, think it would just be dumb, like, bring Mace it, back. Like, why, why did you kill him then? Exactly, because, like, that solidified Anakin's turn to the dark side. Like, why, like... What does Mace Windu coming back like serve Anakin? Yeah, like I mean, oh, like, it's it could cool be like that he comes fight. back, but like all the mouth breathers like, oh, it's cool. Like no. I, I mean, like don't get me wrong. Like if I saw Mace Windu back, I'd be like, okay, this is cool. Like fine, we get to see him fight. But like I'd be like, this just doesn't really. Like yeah, Mace always antagonized Anakin, and like he was like, I don't trust him. I don't think he's as strong as he is. Blah 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 blah. He was always just antagonizing Anakin, and then Anakin finally lashed out and like cut his arm off and killed him. Or Palpatine killed him, but like he, Anakin enabled it. So he's like, an accessory in the murder. Yeah, he Anakin was an accessory in the murder. He just cut his arm off, and then Palpatine launched him off the building, barbecued him, yeah, him out a window. So like, I just I don't get how people think he survived either. Like, people need to use lightsabers to block force lightning to begin with. Like, I don't, there's like a, there's a specific technique that it's called. I don't know off the top of my head to like block. You can't just like block force lightning. Like you have to like be able to like know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is though, is that like Mace Windu ate that lightning in Revenge of the Sith. Like, and he fell all the way from the top of the Senate to the freaking city streets of Coruscant, which no one has ever seen the city streets of Coruscant. So no, like, I guess not. Like, he is a hundred percent dead. And if he's not, then I'll be like, okay, fine, this is cool. But the only way, the only thing I'd want to see, I wouldn't want to see Mace Windu show up post A New Hope. I'd want to see Mace Windu show up post Revenge of the Sith, and I'd want to see him and Anakin fight, and then Anakin just clap his cheeks. All right. Like, like I just want to see Anakin like demolish him in a fight. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I, like, you know, that, I think. Can- I could I could get behind that if I saw that of him just being like you were awful to me, or yeah, like, they, I don't want to see Mason New show up post Return of the Jedi. I'd be like, he's way too that, old at that point. I'd be like, where the hell were you during? Like, I get that like this wasn't part of their plan where it was like George did not have the plan back in 1983 after Return of the Jedi came out or whatever, whatever year. Yeah. Is it was it 83? Yeah, it was 83. Yeah, I don't I don't think George had the plan of him being like. Oh yeah, this Jedi named Ahsoka Tano actually survived, and then this uh, relative of Yoda came through as well. Grogu, he's still alive too, and then all these other characters. Like George did not have this plan at this point in time. I guarantee you that these came along as he was like creating the story. So like, I don't want to see Mace Windu survive past like I. He shouldn't come back to begin with. And if he does, he shouldn't come back he shouldn't come back any point after a new hope. I agree. Unless if he comes back and just antagonizes Luke, then he's like, ah, you suck. You're a terrible Jedi. <laughs> like he's in the dark. That's why Luke went to Octo. He's like, I just, <laughs> I cut off Mace Windu's other arm. God, <laughs> it just went yeah. to Octo. But uh, yeah, I, I, there's still stuff to be told with Grogu's story. Yeah. Like um, I didn't think I didn't think that because post 
Ahsoka's episode when she had said that he was saved from Order 66. I was like, I don't need to see like backstory like for what happened. And then this episode came on like it started like once it introduced it and it showed flashbacks. I was like, well, now I need to see what happened to the rest. Yeah, of it. Like, I need I need to see how this finished out. Like, I didn't care yeah. at first. I was like, all right, I, I can't see it. I'll just create like my own story for what happened. Like, I'll create my own images. But now that they created the image for me, I'm like, well, now I want to see how it's completed. Yeah, yeah. We're not even like halfway into the episode yet. <laughs> yeah, we're just going blown through like the big chunks, so like the interesting yeah. stuff. But um, so he like refreshes Grogu's memory, and then he's like, "Oh, I can do a bunch of flips and tricks now." <laughs> yeah, and then Grogu just starts like jumping around the training remote, flying around like Yoda. And then, but like while he's doing this, it's cool because like Luke's talking with Ahsoka. He's like, "I'm not like teaching him anything. I'm just like he's just refreshing his yeah. yeah. I'm just refreshing his memory." And then Ahsoka's like, "Well." Sometimes the master does more learning from the student than the student does from the master. I'm like, wow, look at this wow. full circle. This is comes. This is you've come a long way from calling some Anakin Sky guy. Yeah, shout out. I wonder if she'll call Luke Sky guy. I hope not. Sky kid. Hey, Sky kid. Ugh. Yeah, it was nice at the conversation that they were having. She and she said to him, "She's like you're, you're so you're much like your father or something." Or she's like. I don't remember what the exact word was. Yeah, no, I heard. She compares Anakin to Luke, though. I was or like, Luke to uh, Anakin. In a good way? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I hope it's in a good way. God, that was so good, though. I didn't think that we would see Ahsoka and Luke together on the screen at the same time. And it looks like they've already had interactions with one another, too. Yeah, because Luke's like, am I going to see you again? She's like, perhaps. She was like, ah, no, nah, I got to go film my solo series now. So she's like, check back in with me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Well, so, I mean, I guess I want to talk about it now then since she, like, that was like the last interaction that they had. Also, Ahsoka with R2 again is like, fuck yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I was like, oh, God, I'm so glad because I assume this is the first time that we've seen them on screen since uh, old friends, not old friends, not forgotten. Yep. Since Clone Wars. So, like, also R2 is I think about R2 is so much more overpowered in like the Clone Wars TV show. He was like yeah. blowing ships up and like murdering so many people. You know what's funny is like this episode of uh Mandalorian. Um the Book of Boba Fett. R2 did more in this episode than the entire sequel trilogy. <laughs> no, he showed him he turned on and he gave the rest of the map to Luke. Yeah. And he got Luke's button gear. If it wasn't for R2, Luke wouldn't have trained Ray. Yeah, fair enough. And that I mean, scene that's... was great when when R2 turned on and he was back with Luke again. I was about to cry in the theater. I was like, oh my god, this is great. Yeah. Alright, alright. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. He plays the help me Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm like, my man. You gotta Love stop man. with this. <laughs> Luke is out um, here in Pelican Bay. <laughs> He is out here in Pelican Bay. <laughs> He's about to send Ben Solo to Pelican Bay. <laughs> he was about to send Ben Solo to Pelican Bay. Well, so I want to talk about that. So Ahsoka is like, he's, Luke is like, am I going to see you again? Like you had said. And she's like, no, I teased the fans with Grand Admiral Thrawn. So I need to go film my series now. Yeah. So I think they did not. So th- they did not. They did not need to show Luke in this series at all. But now that they did, like, they didn't need to show Luke and Grogu. They could have been, like, they could have just had, like, an episode where, like, 
they could have filled us in in season three of Mando, where it's like, oh, this is what Mando did when he went to go see Grogu. Like that could have been a Mandalorian episode. But How the fact mad that they... would you have been to hear that Mando went to go visit Grogu, saw Luke and Ahsoka, and we didn't see any of it? Oh, everyone would have complained. Like if that would have happened in the book of Boba Fett, and like we saw more Boba Fett stuff, like people would be like, oh, this is stupid. I would have been pissed, bro. <laughs> I mean, so. I guess another detour before I get to the thing that I wanted to talk about. People are like, oh, Boba Fett's not even in this show. I'm like, well, it's kind of like people mm. who read books, like even like Game of Thrones books, like they take different characters' perspectives and like go through with the story. So like, yeah, you could say like these are chapters out of a book. Like it doesn't need to solely follow Boba Fett throughout the entire story. Like it can like, it's like a book. Like books don't follow one sole character. Like a, a lot of books don't follow one sole character. Like they jump around and like you see what other characters that play a bigger star, bigger part in the story are doing. So like with this, it's like okay. I mean, this isn't like what I was expecting to see for Boba Fett, but the first four episodes were Boba Fett, and now these last two have not been Boba Fett. Now this last one is clearly going to be more Boba Fett related. Yeah, I know it's a Boba Fett show, but like. I don't really care. I'm like, I just enjoy the story right now. Like this fit into the story. We followed this little side. Here's the deal. When when characters go on side quests in normal shows, a lot of the times that side quest sucks and it's not as interesting as the main plot. However, this side quest has been extraordinarily more interesting than the main plot of Book of Boba Fett right now. That's true because the main plot of the Book of Boba Fett didn't become clear until like episode four. Yeah. And at that point they were like, oh, Mando's coming. And everyone's like yeah. Mando. Yeah. And then it's just been Mando since then. Um, But so like dealing with like the overarching story, like what I was trying to get to, they did not need to show Luke in this series at all. Like I didn't think that they needed to. You and I didn't think Luke were gonna, was going to be in this. We were saying Bosk and Dengar and Han and Chewbacca. I, I didn't think Luke Skywalker was going to show up in this. Same. He did. So the fact that they brought Luke in a book of Boba Fett show and he didn't interact with Boba Fett, he was interacting with Ahsoka Tano and Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian. The fact that they did that leads me to believe that he is going to show up in the, the shows that take place post post Return of the Jedi pre The Force Awakens. Like it's there, he's just gonna show up. Like if he I'd be more surprised now if when the Ahsoka series comes around, I'd be more surprised not to see him in that series. I agree. Because like, I um, expect him to see in, him in that. Yeah. At, at this point, cause he's too big of a character just to leave. I mean, like, yes, he's going to be training Jedi and he'll be busy, but it's not out of the realm of possibility for Luke and an apprentice. Ben solo, maybe. Um, well, it depends on what happens. I don't know when Ahsoka. It, it all depends on what happens in the timeline, but for argument's sake, say Ahsoka's show takes in the time takes place in a time where a young Ben Solo is training with Luke. It's not out of the realm of the possibility that like she's like, I we need help on this. Let me give a friend a call. And who shows up? Then none other uh, none other than Luke Skywalker himself. I don't think that they'll have Ben. I think he'll still be with Grogu. Like when Probably. they're trying to get Ezra. I think because <clears throat> I just want to talk about it right now then since like this is like the last well there's still one Luke Skywalker bit that we can talk about at the end but like yeah the main part that you and I wanted to talk about is I I think that they're he's showing up in these shows and like these different series because I think it's building up to like what 
the Avengers did where it built up to Infinity War and it was like that just big culmination of everything. I think they're building up to like a Luke Skywalker series. Like I, I think that they are. And I, you and I kind of hinted at it earlier where they're like, and see, I wouldn't have thought that after only seeing him in Mando, I'd be like, maybe like, it's still kind of like a coin toss. If we'll see it. I think now it's like 90, 95% like certain we are going to get a Luke Skywalker series. Well, this is just the magic of Dave Filoni because like, He's taking so he's what Dave does. I what I think Dave is doing, and what I think his plan with this, like his, like I'm I'm calling this the Filoni verse. Everyone calls it the Mando verse, but I'm like, this is from the mind, excuse me, of Dame of Dave Filoni. All of this right now is like him just being like, hmm, I think we can fit this all together here. He is going to be t- he is tying the sequels together where they're clearly not tied together at all. He's trying to make Luke an understandable character, which I understand why people didn't like him in the last Jedi. I thought he was very interesting. Same. He's going to weave. All, I think after all of these shows come out and yada, 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 he's going to make this story a lot more compelling in the sequel trilogy. And he's going to make Luke a lot more of a relatable character in the sequel trilogy. We're going to be like, Oh, I understand why you're acting like this because of you built your temple. You had your students. This is what you saw. And you're like, I, it was a moment of weakness. Yeah. God forbid Luke is able to have a moment of weakness, just like his father. Oh, yeah. it's not like Anakin showed that too. And yeah, Luke is supposed to be better than him, but it's like, he's still a Skywalker. Like, I don't know. It's still plausible for Luke to be like, Oh geez, I can't, I don't want to see everything that I've built for the last like 10 years of my life go down the drain because of this one student who's being manipulated. Like it makes sense. Oh, wow. But I do. I really think that like the final thing that they'll do for like this universe or like TV series that they're creating, like post return of the Jedi pre force awakens. I think it's like the last thing that they'll do is have like a Luke Skywalker series where like it'll introduce then Ben solo at the start of that series. Like, I don't think we'll see Ben until that series starts. Like, I don't think we'll see him like in the Ahsoka show or anything. Like, I think it'll be like the series starts Han and Leia, give him Ben. And then like the six, eight episode series is following them around. And then like you had said where you want to see where you had like written out your TV show. You were like the last like two episodes are the temple getting destroyed. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you just said. Um, shoot, there was something I wanted to say in relation to that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because they've already done this in comics. They made a comic series on the rise or the fall of Ben's or the rise of Kylo Ren. I don't think they should have made it into a comic series. I think they should have. I mean, like, here's the deal. I think they're going to kind of just be like, Dave will be like, yeah, whatever. Cool. I'm gonna, still going to tell this story. Um, I kind of did that this episode. too. <laughs> with what? They retconned something from the comics in this episode. What'd they do? Well, so... It's at the end of the episode. Do you want to just cut to there now? We could just wrap oh, up Luke's oh, bit. Oh, oh. Well, let's we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, actually, we might as well continue talking about this because yes, because we'll, it's we're also on the Luke, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, we'll just continue with this then. So at the end of the episode, because Mando isn't allowed to give or see Gro- Well, he is. He's given the option, but like Ahsoka kind of makes him realize it's his own selfish. Excuse me, his own selfish desire that he wants to see Grogu and it's not because he wants it's because like Mando misses him and it's attachment to him why he misses him. So he gives Ahsoka the gift to give to Grogu. And at the end of the episode, Luke is because Luke's like, Oh shoot. Like 
yeah, he's attached to, he's got this strong attachment to the Mando because that's his dad, basically. But he also has, he's been trained as a Jedi. So, like, he presents him at the end of the episode. He's like, here's Yoda's lightsaber. And he turns it on. I was like, whoa, this is, I don't know where yeah. you got that from. But <laughs> yeah, that's dope. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how you got your hands on that. But, um, and then he's, then he shows the, the gift, which is the Mithril, um, that Bilbo gave Frodo. I mean, uh, uh, the the um, the Beskar chainmail uh, <laughs> that the armor made for Grogu, which actually makes perfect sense now that I'm thinking about this. I was like, oh, I wonder what's in that thing. It's like, of course it's chainmail. What's Grogu going to put on a freaking helmet? Yeah. <laughs> um, I well, you and I were both. He Luke gives him that choice, and he's like, you take the armor, you go back with Mando, you or you train with me, and you become a great Jedi, and like you're the first student of my temple. I'll tell you what, as much as I want to see Grogu with Mando in that little back bubble, I think he's got to stay with Luke. Any, any Star Wars fan in their right mind knows like what is, what is Grogu going to add for like story and like progressing with Mando? Like, what is he going to benefit to that? Like, to me, it's like, we've already had that in like, just like looking at it from like a story perspective, like we've already had Grogu and Mando, like, go mm-hmm. on their adventure and like it feels resolved like it feels like their like relationship capped off perfectly like at the end of like season two amando i don't want to see them go on more adventures because i feel like that like takes away from what i've seen now from like a character choice perspective it makes way more sense for him to go with luke and train like that's what he's supposed to do like yeah he's he can't relate like mando's a bounty hunter and grogu's a jedi so like or he's a force wielder. He's a kid. He's a kid. Yeah. Like, I, it's just, I, I think, I, I feel like any Star Wars fan in the right mind would be like, you gotta, you gotta go the way of the Jedi. Because, and well, it also turns Grogu in from like the centerpiece in the heart of the show. Of, like, we have to help save this kid. We got to get this kid to his kind to like, oh, he's just like the cute little character that we use for laughs and like ah like is that like, like i don't i don't think they're gonna turn him into that they 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 could definitely send him back with mando i could definitely see that happening but i don't want that i don't i don't know if i want that i, I don't want that either because it's just like i want to i want luke to keep training him i do too because then that gives us a reason to go back to luke skywalker because be like well, where's Gro-? like that gives you another reason to see Luke Skywalker again because it's like, oh, what happened to Grogu? It's like, oh, fella, believe it or not, he got older. Yeah, I uh, and Luke was right. He's like, uh, he's like, their lifetime is like a fraction of years or something. He's like, it's only Luke is like, you live way longer than they do. So like, it's not like in the long run I, to me, it's like it's not worth it. Yeah, no, it's it doesn't make any sense. And look, the way Luke was presenting this argument, like he's totally just like, yeah, like why do you want to hang out with these mortal guys? You got to be a Jedi, bro. Yeah, he sh- he put him in a tough position, making him choose. The dude's a kid, and he can't even talk. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. be a Jedi, <laughs> be a warrior samurai monk with me, or go hang out with your dad. Like if I was a kid, I'd be like, I want to hang out with my dad. <laughs> Yeah, it's I mean, I could see him maybe choosing like the way of both where like he he's like Tar Vizsla, like Tar Vizsla walked the way of like the Mandalorian, but also was a Jedi. It'd be cool to see that happen. But I, I mean, this, 
that's what I thought that was going to be the direction of the show. That's like, that's initially what I thought was going to be Grogu saying like, Oh, he'll be a Mandalorian Jedi. That'll be really cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I could still see them doing that, but also I could see them just like, he has to choose one. So yeah, I don't know. And like, I honestly, I don't even know if we're going to get that resolution next episode. Cause like, I don't no. see us cutting back to Luke again. No, that'll be a, that'll be something Mando season three. Yeah. Cause he'll either be with him or he won't be. Yeah. Or we'll see Luke show up and give him to him or we just won't see them together at all. It's like, well, maybe he must've chose the lightsaber then. Yeah. But I mean, so back to like the Luke Skywalker series and everything, like I, I think that they are building to that. And I, again, I know, I just know that they're going to build up towards it. Like he'll have more Jedi at this point. Like maybe, maybe he'll have Ezra Bridger, because I know that he's still bound to show up, but like, I I don't know. I'm curious on what's going to happen and like how, how many more shows are we going to build to like to unfold? Because I Rangers of the new Republic was supposed to go into like that episode where we saw Palpatine being cloned on Navarro, like Rangers of the new Republic, like that, that episode, it was like, season two episode four i want to say yeah it was season two episode four of mando where we see like someone was in like a back to tank or some type of tube and it looked like they were being cloned and it looked like palpatine and i know rangers of the new republic was supposed to go into that like it's just like a gut feeling of mine was just screams they're gonna do more investigating of like these imperial facilities on different like planets and what the purpose of them was yeah that would have been why don't they just recast Cara? Why don't they just make a new character? Why don't they make it that dude who's playing uh, Iroh, the the big tubby looking jolly dude? With the oh, yeah, the really the, nice guy who's like, you want yeah. to do this paperwork? Yeah, why don't they make it him and Dave? Because Dave was the X-Men <laughs> pilot with him and Mando. So make a series about them. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like they'd have to recast Cara doing if they're going to. Because like, she was going to be the centerpiece. <laughs> Bring oh, back show. Bill Burr. Have him be the lead for us. I was just we were. I was just rewatching uh, Chapter Six of Mando with Bill Burr. I'm so bummed he just got to like go home and leave in season two. I'm like, no, I want more of him. I, he could. Show, I could see him showing up again. Yeah, I feel like I could see because I mean, like, I know Bill Burr has been like vocal about he thinks Star Wars is dumb and everything. But like he's good in it, so yeah. the oh, shoe yeah. fits. I remember, I remember to apologize to all the Star Wars fans. He's like, I know I called your stuff stupid. <laughs> Whatever. Then he gets, I work for them now. He gets cast in like the biggest TV show, biggest yeah. streaming show of recent. So I want to talk about this too, because now that like we've seen what's happened. Oh my god, I go back and I look at how important the first episode of Mando was and how important it needed to be to like because if it flopped, there's no shot that we would be like this far down in the rabbit hole. No, no. If if season one of Mando had been like meh to bad, I don't think they would have given it a they well, here's the deal. They might have because they owned the IP of Star Wars. Like, well, we need to make this work. Yeah. But like I and they clearly had that story planned out of like them building to Luke. But like if season one flopped, they would have been like, "Ooh, yikes, we might need to like change some things because I could see people being like, oh, they're only bringing these characters back for nostalgia. Yeah, everyone's a sucker for nostalgia. But like it also serves the story in a good way. So 
Yeah. Um, well, I was thinking about this in my car the other day when, I, when I'm driving, I think about Star Wars a lot. Um, because I pretend I'm driving a Coruscant, even though I'm not, I'm just driving in Madison. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I was thinking about how I wish like there was a flagship series. I mean, like the Mandal- like I was thinking about like the, this, this Filoni verse needs a flagship series and it, it appears to be the Mandalorian, but like, I wish like we weren't giving like just names because like this, I think this is the key with people are having or keep on people having with Boba. It's the Boba Fett show. It's like if they just hadn't called it the book of Boba Fett and they just called it like the stories of Tatooine or the stories of Mos or like the, the people or something about Mos Espa and like Boba Fett was starring in it. I'd have been like, cool. Or maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm just making stuff up. But like, I feel like the Mandalorian is like the flagship show of this whole little enterprise here. I mean, I'm cool with it. I, I think people, there's no way that you could satisfy. There's no way Boba Fett fans, diehard Boba Fett fans, I think would have ever been satisfied with this show just because it's like 40 years of a character being built up and people have this preconceived notion of him in their head. And when they finally get the story that's being told, you can't satisfy them. Like Boba Fett was hyped up from the beginning. Like, and he, Boba Fett had like eleven lines of dialogue or something like that, didn't he? Yeah, it was original trilogy. So like, we learned more about him in the Clone Wars and Attack of the Clones than we did in the originals. So it's like you can't sit there and say this isn't my Boba Fett because like, there is no Boba Fett. This is what he is. Yeah. So like, well, yeah, it might be like not interesting to you, but like, and I'm going to stand on the hill and die by it. But like, yeah, the episode three of this of this series sucked. I don't like, I didn't like it, but the first two episodes were phenomenal. I love them. The fourth episode, I think like, if like you disregard like, oh yeah, Mando and everyone else showed up. Like if you don't really want to count those, like as those, these last two episodes, the fourth episode, in my opinion, was phenomenal. Like I love everything that we've seen with tomorrow Morrison. I want to hear him again. Speaking. <laughs> Oh, I love his Polynesian spa. I, I'm excited to see him ride a rancor in this final episode, but I want to get it because then like, this isn't who Boba Fett is. Well, okay. Getting into the last bit here, we finally see who's about that fa- life. Yeah. We finally see the fan favorite. We've been calling it from the beginning. Not really, but like we've been predicting theorizing, finally being able to see him on live actions from the desert comes a stranger. Indeed, the stranger, the real stranger, the not not Cobb Vanth, who we thought was the stranger in the desert, dude. Cad Bane, Cad so Bane when, finally makes his appearance. Well, it was so I, dude, I immediately thought, okay, so at the end of this, like the end of the episode, like Mando comes back and he's talking to Cobb Vanth and Moss Pelga, which is now called Freetown. And I was like, okay, that's a really generic name, but whatever, I'll be fine with it. Moss Pelga sounded cooler. And like Mando takes off and like there's still Timothy Oliphant is shot still on him and it's still on. And I'm like, oh, OK, I guess we're not flashing Boba Fett. And then it's the wind chimes. And I'm like immediately in this moment, I'm like, yo, this is like standoff vibes. And then like you see like the pan out and there's the figure in the desert. And I'm like, this is it. This is the guy. 
immediately when the camera cut and like it showed the silhouette like from like the first like the longest distance i knew yeah. immediately i thought i was like that's him i don't even need to think about it for more than a second yeah. i know for a fact that that's the goaded bounty hunter in all of star wars yeah because like when i was watching this i was live texting you the entire episode of just me being like all ca- like i sent like there's like you can probably pick out five different texts of me like like saying the characters names that were showing up but i was like freaking out because i was like that is the man himself because like like you and i both like saw it like immediately like you look out in the desert and like because like well it was kind of cool because godman like looks around there's like the wind chimes and then i was like oh this is whack and then he looks out and then you see the silhouette and he's like hey can you guys get everybody inside here and she's like oh what's going on she's like oh don't worry about it i'm like you guys are gonna need to worry about it because this guy's a pretty big deal and like they kept doing the silhouette thing and they kept because like for p those who don't know who cop or um cop Banth. i mean if you don't know who cop Banth is he's from the mandalorian i don't know why you're watching boba fett but for those of you who don't know who cad bane is if you haven't listened to our podcast before cad bane is like everything you would have wanted boba fett to be it's like cool. he is he is everything that people think Boba Fett is or like who who everybody thought what Boba Fett is like in that like their head canon like Cad Bane is that yeah I've been okay I've been on since we saw him in Hostage Crisis season one the episode whatever it was the last episode the season finale of the Clone Wars in season one. I've been on the Cad Bane bandwagon forever. I've loved him. You headed up that bandwagon. I did. I like, I was obsessed with his character right away because I was like, he's a Duros. He has a badass voice. He wears a cool coat and has a sick hat. That's all I need. And he's a bounty hunter. This dude is just a straight badass. And finally, then like we like see him like sprinkled out through us throughout the rest of the series. We hadn't seen him in like six years. Like the last time we saw him was, uh, the box where like he captures um the uh, the chancellor and like they're gonna like put mm-hmm. him up for ransom for a bounty and that was the last time we saw him and then this last year we see him in bad batch and i was like god damn i missed you so much and now finally we see him in live action and i can't believe that this is such an argument where people are like oh i would have preferred to see him like this actually where his clone wars like his clone wars character model it's like no no his character like i've gone back and i've watched it so many times i'm like yeah his character model like the thing that they've created for this looks perfect i wouldn't want him to look any other way like oh his shade of blue isn't dark enough no it looks great oh his face his nose and his teeth look kind of goofy no it looks perfect his voice doesn't sound good no his voice sounds completely fine it's the same voice actor who did it in the clone wars everything about it looks phenomenal like i'm just everyone's a critic like okay no one's complaining about it they're just like oh this would look cooler if it looked like this but i haven't seen people be like oh he looks terrible like everyone's been a fan of it i should say but i cad bane is the best bounty hunter i want to go through this right now the dude Capture. He held senators hostage. Broke into the Senate to do that, which is not easy to do by itself. He's taken out Obi Wan Kenobi and Quinlan Vos. Like it's not even a challenge for him. He's broke into the Jedi Temple. He's stolen a holocron. He's kidnapped the Chancellor. Like he kidnapped Jedi babies. <laughs> yeah, I don't get what else you want this guy to do. Like I'm sorry. The only other bounty hunter that could compare to him is Django, and Django. 
we didn't really see a whole lot of Django, but like I'm willing to like Django is now having that headcanon that people had for Boba Fett for me. Yeah, I think Django is a better bounty hunter than Boba because Boba was hammered in the original trilogy. So this is a despised dream. Yeah, Boba was ham- hammered during this episode six. <laughs> he was just absolutely drunk out of his mind, missing shots on Luke Skywalker. Chicks. <laughs> yeah, getting hit on, hitting on chicks and flying into the sail barge and rolling <laughs> down the desert like he was drunk so i don't care and he's been badass ever since then but like cad bane will always be the best bounty hunter and he'll be goaded that being said though he's gonna get capped this last episode he's gotta die cad bane like <laughs> i need cad bane to go down in a blaze I, of glory I, I agree. I want to see Cad Bane die. Like, I don't want to see him dra- dragged out any further. Like, I've had my fill of Cat. Like, I love him. I don't need to see. Like, he's just a badass bounty hunter. It's great. I've seen him in Clone Wars. I've seen him in Bad Batch. He could show up in Bad Batch a little more if we, like, want to sprinkle him in. But, like, he needs Boba to be Fett, one of those. You Sorry, you finish. I was going to say, Boba Fett needs to, like, finally get that, like, upper edge on him because like they're bounty hunters like they know one another we've seen them like interact with each other in the unreleased episode of the clone wars yeah i i just want to see because cad bane is like he's one of those characters you see spurts of he's really great when you see him but he's very scarce you never really see when you see him you see him but then when you don't see him he's gone for a lot like it was like a he's like there's like two episodes or like two or like he's like shows up maybe once or twice a season Maybe yeah. once. He, There's some yeah, seasons he was, without seeing him. He was staggered in the Clone Wars. Like you never really saw him like oh back to back to back. It was like he was a very like because he's charged at such a high price. He's yeah. charging like and he broke zero the hut out of prison. I forgot to mention. Oh yeah, that. that's right, he did. Like the dude charges like a billion credits, and he's during the Clone Wars, he was Sidious's favorite bounty hunter to use. Like because he's so good. Yeah, he knew what he was able to accomplish. So, like, I, the dude charges. He's like, I, I was watching like clips of Cad Bane today, and it was like when uh, Sidious was like, "I need you to steal a Jedi holocron." Cad Bane says to him, "Oh, triple my usual rate." Mm, yeah, he just has the power to say that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Lord. <laughs> yeah, he's like, if you want me to steal a holocron, I'll do it. Triple my rate. <laughs> which is already a million credits or whatever it is. Yeah. So Uh, it's, I, I loved it, but like, I want to see Boba Fett kill him this episode. This, yeah, I agree. I just, I go back and cause I rewatched Cad Bane's. I've, yeah, I've watched this, him, him coming into book of Boba Fett, like same, no less than 10 times. Same. His voice. Oh my God. (laughs) It was because I remember we said before, like if because we talked about this a week ago, if he's going to show up, it's got to be perfect. And I mean, like the vo- like because I, I, my thing was the voice needs to hit. That's what the makes v- him like the hat, his outfit and his voice. Like, that's what makes him like he yeah. looks like a like a outlaw. Yeah, I like I I need the voice to hit because that's like what I like. That's what you're like when Cad Bane talks. You listen. Mm hmm. At first, the voice the, for the second at first the voice sounded a little weird to me, and then I was like, and then I listened. to It was like, oh, it's fine. 
because at first the fate his face threw me off a little bit at first because it wasn't exactly as I remember but then I was like these are all like Dave even said himself like like yeah the animation is just a rendition of how they would look in real life and I was exactly like, oh yeah that's right and I was just like this is perfect I love this yeah and he because I will I went back and I watched it in the him showing up in the bad batch and like the classic Western music. And like, I, when I watched this episode over, when I watched the scene over, I imagine like the Western, like, it's like, and then like him yeah. walking through the desert. And I'm just like, I kind of wish they would have added that. Might have been okay a little with- over the top, but I'm yeah. okay without it. I'm okay with that fan theory in my head of just like watch, listening to the music in one ear and l- watching the scene in the other. I'm glad they didn't because they already had that with him and Hunter in Bad Batch, where like now with this, where like he actually shows up in live action, it's like, more of a serious tone like with that yeah. i'm more of a fan of that the, but now after seeing this i wish that they fully animated that episode of the clone wars where boba fett has that standoff with cad bane they might have a flashback to it dude i they can might, see them having a flashback well boba's already been in the back to tank so we can't go to more flashbacks <laughs> maybe he's already completed all of his flashbacks he has to get injured again you are healed no more flashbacks for this show now but um, I like how the kid, like the guy working with Cobb Vance, just got barbecued by Cad Bane. <laughs> um, because he like walks out, he's like, he's like, whatever Fett's paying you, we'll match, and all you have to do is just keep quiet or stay aside, stand aside. Well, the guy's you, like, you, the marshal ain't for sale. It's like, yeah, he said like that. Cobb and like, looks dude. at him, and I'm like. <laughs> I was imagining Cobb was saying it, and he's like, dude, get the fuck back inside right now. Yeah, well, I thought it was dude, When Mando showed up, sorry, when Mando first showed up, he's like, hey, you can't park here. I was like, dude, shut up. Nobody likes you. Yeah. It's also funny, like, because he's a really short dude, too. Like, I was like, what, looking at his height compared to the buildings, like this little short dude running around. Hey, you can't do that. No, yeah. hey, the marshal's not for sale, <laughs> dude. I when I rewatch the scene, like I just see like Timothy Oliphant just like turn and look. He's like, "What are you talking about? Shut up right now!" Yeah. Well, I I keep saying it to myself when he first shows up in his first line. He's like, "Cobb, man." I was like, "Dude, no! This dude is so sick." I like and when he picks up. Oh, sorry, say it. I was going to say when he says to him, he's like, you should have never given up your, your arm. Dude, wow. that was my, I was like, yeah. it's, he only had like five or six lines, but I, I loved it. I was so happy to see him. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, it was really hard to do homework after watching that episode. Um, <laughs> I, I can imagine it. That's all I was thinking about. I, cause I didn't want to spoil it for you, but I was like, Yo, I know that you want to like, you don't watch until like two or three in the afternoon, but you got to watch it, dude. Yeah. I'm glad I did. Uh, it was, it was gas. I was a big, big fan of the episode. Yeah. I'm excited to see where it goes next week. We'll probably see Boba Fett riding a Rancor. I was going to say, we'll see him ride a Rancor because they tease that. So he's probably Dan- been training like off screen, like practicing with his Rancor. And Danny Trejo. Danny. <laughs> they, so- he still has those cyberpunk kids, which is kind of annoying. 
I saw them this episode and I was like, get off screen. I don't want to yeah. see you anymore. <laughs> just make them dirty. Like, I'd be cool with them if they were dirty. <laughs> yeah, that's but they're true. clean. Why are they so clean? <laughs> it's so weird. Everyone was like, I remember seeing people being like, this could still happen. But I remember people were saying, I've, I still see it on like TikTok and that stuff. Because I like seeing the, because there's so many fan edits and that. Like, there's so many cool, like, uh, edits that people make of like characters showing up i've seen so many now with um cad bane showing up and it's just the music that people play and like the way like they cut it people are just so creative with it but um i feel so old saying that people are so creative making their cool little edits on inter- on the internet on the, on the tiktok yeah but i mean i i've seen so many people say this was two three weeks ago like who do you think we're gonna see in the book of boba fett bosk is already confirmed i'm like source who is the source on this trust people me bro just, like people just love saying shit to be relevant they probably saw trandosh i'm like oh look it's bosk i yeah i just i'm like stop you're just zip your lip but i mean i this finale i think is gonna be bananas i hope so i yeah i'd be oh god that'd be a bummer if it fell flat yeah yeah, I don't think we're going to get us. We're going to get a standoff with Boba Fett and Cad Bane, though. <laughs> if it doesn't have, I, there's no way it does not happen. Yeah, if like Fennec, for some reason, she gets the standoff with Cad Bane. I'd be like, I'd, no, Fennec, no, you do not deserve that. Like the, the story does not dictate you being able to fight him. We could have left her dead. Cad Bane would have demolished her back in Bad Batch. I was kind of irked that she beat him in that fight to begin with. I was like, oh, Cad Bane yeah. is such a better bounty hunter than her. Yeah, that was. Uh, I remember you but, and I. I but I mean, like, know. all these characters have had interactions with one another now. Like, Fennec has interacted with him in Bad Batch. Bulba interacted with him in the Clone Wars. So. And I wonder then, because I know that those unfinished episodes are technically Star Wars canon, like if if they'll be like, we've already done this once before. And I, I guess it actually is canon because in Bad Batch, he has like that metal plate on his head. Dave, just the, the, the classic. He's like just a little wink at the camera. It's like, yeah, it's happened. Don't worry. He's still alive. Yeah, because if he had that metal plate on his head, like, I don't get why else you'd put a metal plate on your head. Well, the thing is, in this standoff, it's going to be like, they'll be like facing off in the streets of Mos Espa, and he'll be like, it's not going to go the same way it did last time, Fett, or Boba's going to be like, I don't know, if, I have no clue what Boba Fett's going to say, but like, I know like, it's going to be like, this isn't going to go the way it did last time. I want them to finish that episode of Clone Wars now, because I want to see it in the full animation. Yeah, I do, but I'm going to get it in live action. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, but I mean, like, I being a greedy Star Wars fan, I want to see it in the Clone Wars animation, too, because more. That's literally me. But so, like, with that Clone Wars episode that came out, that unfinished episode, I don't know the entire context of it, but I've seen, like, Boba Fett was trying to do the right thing and save people from, like, a bounty. Like, he was trying to do sort of like a good, like, a soft, like, what Han was in solo where he had a yeah. soft heart and he was like i'm gonna do the right thing here the it looks like in, 
yeah, it looks like that's what Bulba was doing in that episode. So like, I see that and I'm like, I wish that that was actually released because when it comes to this now, and I see Boba Fett interacting with like the Tusken Raiders, like his choices that he's made in this show, those are such like, that's such a linear path that he follows. Like it makes sense for his character to do that just because of what he did like 30 years prior of him saving those people from that bounty that Cad Bane was hired out to do. And he's like, looks like it's just you and me then Boba Fett. Boba Fett. I wish I hope that they have that like dialogue line if like they actually just like use that again in this where he's like looks like it's just you and me then Boba Fett yeah oh, I'm I'm so gassed up yeah I, I was trying not to get on you but I was like look dude I think now whenever Dave directs an episode Dave it's or just... Bryce Dallas it's like dude Bryce Dallas I want to see the Howards I want to see Bryce Dallas Howard direct a movie I want to see Ron Howard do another movie or like a give TV both show. Of the Howards a movie. Get, let the Howards do a, a series of movies. I'd want to see how Ron Howard do solo too. Uh, I would want to see solo too on like in a, on a Disney plus show. I, okay. But I'd want him to see him like lead that show. Yeah. Cause I, I, I I'm curious what Lord Miller did to begin with that got him kicked off the project. <laughs> Dude, I'm waiting for that script to just be dropped on Reddit someday. Yeah, I mean, shit, the Duel of the Fates already did. Yeah. I, I, I would really wonder what they did in their script that they, that got them fired. There's two things that I want to know. I want to know what they did and what the hell the final cut for Rogue, the original final cut for Rogue One was supposed to be. I That's wanted to see thing. Vader on the beach. I want to see him on the beach fighting. Killing everybody. Apparently he killed everybody. Yeah, I, oh, the boggles, well, actually, I think a couple people were supposed to live, actually. Like, I think Jin and uh, Cassian were supposed to live. Yeah. I just, uh, people think that Kira might still be alive and that she might show up in this final episode. Like, she might be leading, because we don't know who's leading the Pikes still, technically. Like, we kind of do. We saw him in, like, Bulba's flashback, but, like. Well, were the Pikes under Crimson Dawn? Yeah, they were. Well, oh no, they were under Darth Maul, who who, who, had, who ran the Pikes. He ran Black, Black Sun. Sun. He ran Crimson Dawn, and Kira reported directly that maybe they, yeah, maybe she shows up. That would be pretty wild. It'd be cool. I mean, like I know, I think she said that she wants to come back to Star Wars. She's she's doing Marvel right now. I know she's doing Secret Invasion. So Amelia Clark. Yeah. Oh, wow. Good for her. Yeah. She's doing that secret invasion with Sam Jackson and uh, maybe I think Ben Mendelsohn might be in it too. So dude, I want to see Ben Mendelsohn in star Wars again. I'll say it. Are you going to say again or in star Wars? Say we already saw. Well, shit with Andor, he could show up in Andor. That's what are we going to hear anything about Andor? Yeah, that's true. Dude, that thing. I just realized this. I think we're gonna get an up. Ep- I think we're gonna get a trailer for Obi Wan next week or the week after. Well, apparently, the trailer is like people are talking about. It. Like people who are on the show are talking about the Obi Wan trailer. Like you know, when the trailer drops, people are gonna lose their mind. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Like, why are we talking about this right now? This was not news like two days ago. Yeah, no, there's there's gonna be. I think I, it's either gonna be next week or the week after. We're gonna get an Obi Wan trailer because. That's what they. What do they say? Spring twenty twenty two, or we're fast approaching the springtime of twenty twenty two. I don't know who said spring twenty twenty two, 
I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know when Obi-Wan's going to come out because I don't want to predict. I don't want to get myself hyped up. I want to wait for the first trailer to come out. Like, I'm not going to. Every day I Google Star Wars, like, and I look to see what's in the news for Star Wars. Like, I look up the Obi-Wan show. I look up the Andor show. I look up everything else. I'm not trying to get my hopes up. I want to wait for that. And I know that the moment the first trailer drops, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Um, okay, so according to the direct.com, Disney Plus exec accidentally reveals Obi-Wan Kenobi release date month. Yeah, he said May 4th. I know what you're talking about. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, it's the guy who oversees, like, the global operations of, like, the TV shows and that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. May 2022. He says May 4th. Yeah, he does. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was May 4th, but I feel like also because they just finished filming in September, maybe if they can pump it out that quick with quality effects, then. Dude, oh, what a time That'll to be, be alive. alive. I just need well, what a time to be alive. I, that's true. Uh, dude, I ugh, I'm hyped. I want to see more, though. I know this is going to sound greedy of me, but I want to see Cad Bane more doing like bounties of like during the Galactic Empire. Yeah, me too. Well, like they already introduced him now, so like if like, I'm just so geeked out. Well, the thing is, he says what he says to Cobb Vanth. He's like, Boba Fett is a cold blooded killer. Cold blooded killer for the Empire. For the Empire, it's like okay, well, well, who are you fighting for, homeboy? Exactly. Boba Fett's a cold blooded killer for the Empire. Empire. His his teeth looked great too. Like they, I I never noticed that his teeth were like all pointy yeah oh god i just dude i mean i guess then when i go back and i think about it because like i remember dad said he's like his teeth were crazy and then i like thought back i'm like yeah if he just like a bunch of pearly whites in his mouth i'd have been like what am i looking at yeah wait did you talk to dad outside of our group chat about it i called him today yeah he and i were chatting on the phone what do you have to say about it he thought it was awesome he did he was he like did? i he's like i luke was looked so good to me he looked he looked so good I, yeah well at first mom was like omg that was a great episode and dad was like it's good He was like it was good and i'm like what do you mean it was bro, good it was good <laughs> yeah whenever dave drops an episode it's like nah i we gotta stop what we're doing the world needs to stop turning and we need to watch <laughs> yeah he because he's he knows what he's doing and he clearly has a vision for what's going to be going on in these like sequels you know what makes me nervous <laughs> is having like I'm so glad we have someone like Dave Filoni running Star Wars like um, TV and like hopefully movie someday. I really, really hope he's got somebody underneath his wing that he's teaching too, because when he leaves and if we don't have anybody, I think at that point so- Star Wars needs to end. I agree. Like I don't want it to be like Marvel where it's like they keep putting shit out there. Yeah. There, yeah, there's not a whole. I mean, like, I'm excited for a few things on Marvel, but I'm really excited for Moon Knight. Well, okay, so actually, this is something I wanted to say too. And I realized this watching this episode, I keep forgetting to say this Star Wars at its peak storytelling will always beat out Marvel at its peak storytelling. No matter Easy. what happens, Star Wars' peak storytelling, like, oh, No Way Home. Yeah, it was great for the nostalgia. I loved seeing all the Spider Man on the screen. Like, I loved it. It was phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. Seeing this, though, I am sorry. I was like, Mm-mm, this is hitting me in all the perfect spots. Like, 
I just I Star Wars's peak storytelling and like the creativity that they have, I think is just it's limitless because like they're creating these stories in Marvel. They have comics and like stuff where it's like you can. Oh, they pulled this from the comics and they pulled this. This is like stuff that like we're coming in and like making. It's just it's a sandbox. Star Wars is peak is limitless compared to Marvel's, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, because like I'm in this mythology class right now in school and I'm really enjoying it. And like just like hearing these stories and like and then listening to George talk about the hero's journey and how myth influenced Star Wars and and like how Dave understands like myth and archetypes and like care, like just like listening to them talk. I'm like these like these people think on a different level of like storytelling. Then like, and this isn't. I don't. Wanna, this is not against Kevin Feige either. From what like we're saying, no. What he's doing at like Marvel is phenomenal. And like the way that they, they've been able to map and create like not only a great like generator, like the machine, like the Marvel movie machine that they've created. Like it's you just can't beat it at this point now. That's a money maker. That's like yeah. Like you just cannot defeat that machine at all. But like his also plan of just like creating things, like creating a roadmap, is great as well. Yeah. I think at times it's like they can definitely cut things and they don't need to drag it out as hard as they do. It's yeah. still like admirable, but star Wars, in my opinion, it's just like, I'm, I'm, I've been a star Wars fan since day one. Yeah, no, I would take one star Wars movie over like an entire phase of Marvel movies. Well, one good star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's right. I'm not, ta- I'm not talking like the rise We're of Skywalker. Talking, like, eight Marvel movies that are like all seven, eight out of 10 movies or one 10 out of 10 Star Wars movie. I would take one 10 out of 10 Star Wars movie every day. Easy. I can talk about, we just talked about, we're, we're still talking about Star Wars after an hour and 12 minutes. Well, this is another thing too, that I wanted to mention. Like Dave is doing such a great job in like the TV shows. He's only stuck in the TV show world. I want to know if he's ever going to like get his movie. I don't even like or get his trilogy. He doesn't need to direct. Just let him like have him make the story and like guide the director. Like this is what you need to do. Well, so this is the thing. Like I love seeing Star Wars on TV. Like Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett has made it so. It's just made it so much fun to watch live action Star Wars on TV. But I don't want to stop getting Star Wars movies like. I'm not going to lie, like getting hyped for Star Wars movies was like something that was big in high school for me. Like The Force Awakens. Oh, my God, this is so exciting. Rogue One. This is gas. The Last Jedi. The most hyped I've been for a movie, I feel like, of all time. I like so, it. Like, yeah, we liked The Last Jedi at first, and then we just watched it again and again. I, well, I flip flop on it like no tomorrow. Some days I'm like, I think it's great. I admire what they did. And other times I'm like, God, I hate what you did. Yeah. Which I think is great as well. The fact that they're able to keep that 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 movie still able to stay relevant, not for good reasons or bad reasons. It's like, it's crazy. The movie flip flops. Like I've never seen. I, I do not think I've ever seen a movie as divisive as that, or even a TV show. Yeah, like Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, people Game of Thrones. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but everybody everyone, hated that. Nobody thought it was um, like, great. Yeah, I was say everyone hated season eight of Game of Thrones. Like nobody was like, oh, I liked it. It's like, and if you did, you're in the one percent this it's like it's like 60 40 50 50 i'd say it's an even split down the middle because i meet as many people who are like i like the last gen and then there's some people like it's the worst thing on planet earth it's tough it's tough to find like the people who hate it are way more vocal than the people who love it but the people who love it 
are also very vocal about it and they have a very unique perspective on it. But like it's it's yeah. something. But so I feel like Dave should get his own trilogy. And this is something else I want to talk about. I want him once this finishes up, I want him to get back to the High Republic and just making creative stories. Like I want him to go somewhere new. Yeah, I, I like think I want to see what he does outside of Skywalker. I think if you gave Dave Filoni a High Republic like movie series or like a movie, yeah, like a movie series or a movie saga, you're gonna see some great things come out of that. I, he would have so much creative like freedom to do it too, minus Is like the Sith and everything. But like, they could you would still introduce him later, like near the end of the High Republic era. Like, well, I guess that's when the act. I don't know. There's so many Star Wars shows that are coming out that I'm really like interested in it's dude it's insane but i think dave is like well beyond deserving a movie at this point or a series i don't understand well i mean he, he's also way too all humble. the series are his the series are all basically his but like he deserves a movie and more and i do they <laughs> you pay that man whatever he, you pay that man cad bane's bounty salary to keep him around i don't think dave would he'll ever leave, leave though because he'll never no. leave just because he's such a Pat, that's why he's so good at his job because he's such a because he says in all of his interviews like well i'm a fan so i think about how fans look at things but then i think about things as a story and how does it make sense as a story i'm like this guy just gets it my favorite thing is that like i i read an article where it's like george still calls him he called him and gave him notes after episodes of the clone wars that came out and i was like <laughs> i love that <laughs> that's like that's too- a true master apprentice relationship right there it's and I, I will always continue to believe that him and George um, like worked on like some of the stories that are being created in this. Like, I know Dave is like reaching out to him and he's like, I'm thinking of doing this. What are your thoughts on this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like, yeah. Because Dave isn't the type of guy. Who, he doesn't appear to be the type of guy who's like so egotistical in the fact that like, I know I can make my own story. I don't need to consult the man who made it all no yeah he's way too humble for that and he totally gets it God, i, I want to interview I, dave on here i would i would really want to get the chance to speak with him just to like ask him and i know if i were ever to ask him the question like do you want your own like saga or trilogy he'd be like oh yeah. i mean it'd be good but like i'm content with what i'm doing now like, yeah dude i get that but like you're you could do great <laughs> i feel like you and i if we sat down in an interview with dave we just sit there and be like, thank hey, you. Hey. <laughs> thank you for creating so many great stories throughout my life. Hey, I, I was you. eight years old. It's like Patrick from SpongeBob. I love you. Gosh, dude. It's, it's insane. Like I, I can't complain. No, I'm curious though, because I, Kenobi, I am, I'm curious how much he dealt with that. Cause I feel like Deborah Chow did a lot by herself with that well there's no way she's doing stuff without him overseeing it like i think this is this is what i'm talking about like with dave like him running the shows is like how i would envision him running movie like he has a hand in the over overall story like this is where this story needs to go this is how like we need this this and this to happen how you execute all of this you can do like that's where you that's this is why we brought you in as the director but i need you to do this this and this he'll have his hands in the most with the ahsoka series i wouldn't be surprised if he's in directing multiple every episode ep- yeah if not every episode that that is his magnum opus i mean yeah, that's not his like character the the 
the cream of the crop thing he puts on his resume is like, hello, Kathleen. This is why I deserve to make a movie. I created Ahsoka Tano. It's all he needs to put in his resume. Yeah. And Cad Bane. And Rex. And Fives. And Hondo Onaka. Bro, I was hoping Hondo would show up in this. I was thinking about Hondo today. Like when I was leaving my gym, I was like, when are we going to see a live action Hondo? Alright, dude. It's gas. You, you know why I think we could see a live action Hondo? Obi-Wan. Yeah, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Him, and Obi- him and Obi-Wan are such a great dynamic. <laughs> I mean, it's like, uh, like Obi-Wan has been, like, reluctantly becomes friends with him. Oh, it's great. Alright, well. I had a black. I think it's getting that time. I think I had a scoot here. Yeah, sounds good. Unfortunately. Oh, gosh. I could talk about Star Wars forever, though. Yeah, I, I, everybody couldn't tell. We talked for an hour and 20 minutes about just one episode and where it could go and what it implicates. But um, also, if they liked what they heard, where, where can they find us? If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with someone else who you think would like it. Um, find us on Spotify, Legionnaire. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email, legionairepodcast at gmail.com, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Pod. But yeah, just keep sharing it around. And if you have questions, shoot us a message and we'd be happy to talk about it on here. With that, I'll let Kel send us away. We are Legion.